Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Welcome in to the Round 10 Solo Nick Podcast. Round 10, what a week. Coming off a bumper week last week, scores are down this week, but a lot of people still scoring well, so congratulations to all those people out there. All right, as we said, Round 10 just finished. That only means a couple of weeks to go before the buy round, so season's really starting to heat up, and it's time to sort out the men from the boys as we battle for the overall title over the next eight to ten weeks which will really shape our seasons and then we run home over the last six or seven weeks following that uh the duffelberg boys finished on 1357 last week which is good enough to put me in 193rd overall a 1350 and i only went up eight spots that's how big the week was last week uh with a very similar team this week uh i've scored 1134 which looks to be off off the mark in the Young Legends League this week, there are a lot of 1200s and even a 1300 by Semi. So, shout out to Semi, massive score this week. But I think it's a low 1200s par week, and I'm I'm probably 70 or 80 off the mark. It looks like. Hopefully, updates are kind. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, exciting news for the Solo Nick Pod. We've got a competition. We've got prizes. I mean, when in and JT, they might have a beer sponsorship on the Wednesday night pod, but they don't actually give back. They don't actually give back to the fans. They just keep it all for themselves and then plug it and then drink their free beer and go about their merry ways. No, that's not how we do it on the Solo Nick Sunday night pod. We've got two bar fridges to give away thanks to Hire. That's H-I, sorry, H-A-I-E-R, Hire, R. Hiya, Chinese company uh, brought Fisher and Paykel. So these are quality bar fridges, um, you know, made by a, um, a sister company of Fisher and Paykel out of New Zealand. H-A-I-E-R.com.au. Check them out. They don't just make bar fridges. They make air cons, all sorts of other white goods and appliances. But we are lucky enough to have two bar fridges to give away. So the prize is not going to be announced anywhere else except on this podcast. So only for the loyal listeners of the Sunday Night Pod. I'm not going to put it on Twitter or put it on Facebook or post it or anything. The only way to find out about this competition is by listening to the podcast. And the way to win is very simple. All you have to do is send me an email and in 10 words or less, you need to tell me what annoys you the most about winning. That's simple. 10 words or less, what annoys you the most about winning? The most, the funniest and the creative response will win the bar fridges. I'll give you a couple of weeks, probably three weeks, um, and then maybe after the first buy, we'll announce the winners there. Uh, the email address to send to is solonickpod at hotmail.com. Again, very simple, solonickpod at hotmail.com. Send me an email, 10 words or less. What annoys you about when in the most? Be funny, be creative. I'll read some of the best ones out. 
we'll all get a laugh out of it. I'm sure Wynn will get a laugh as well. So, yes, yeah, solo nick pod at hotmail.com. Your chance to win two bar fridges thanks to our friends at hire, H A I E R dot com dot au. Make sure you check them out. Check out all their other products, like I said, not just bar fridges. They, they make everything, everything. All right, excellent. That's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to some good results there. 10 words or less, what annoys you about when in the most? I know it's going to be hard to keep it under 10 words, but let's do our best. Well, like I said, 11.34 this week. Uh, there were a few hits, but there were a lot of misses as well. I uh, went with Teddy as the captain, straight C, 79. Not too bad. Finished on 81. I was hoping he'd update a bit, but he didn't. Alas, that's okay. Haas, 102. Absolute beast. Got to play him every week. Ponga, 114. 105 at half time, horrible second half, still a good score there. Tomalolo 79, Arrow 82, Fifi 97, Gerbo 80. Boom, some good scores there. Actually didn't play Fifi though. Um, I had I had Gerbo and I had Fifi on the bench and, and if Fafita was confirmed, I was going to put, put him in in place of Gerbo, but I was mowing the lawns and I forgot that the game had started, so... Ended up with Gerbo, not a huge difference there, but still. Decent scores by both of them. Actually went to Movie World today with the kids and rode the DC Rivals coaster, one time forwards, one time backwards. Anyone out there ridden that thing backwards, it's shit scary. You're going up this massive hill, you don't know when you're going to hit the top, when you're going to go over the top, you don't know where you're going. It's ridiculous. Eight-year-old son wanted to do it, loved it, loved it, laughed the whole way, I screamed the whole way. But forced me to miss a few games this weekend, unfortunately, but is what it is. Uh, some of the misses for my team this week. A few boys who went huge last week uh, and carried me to that 1350, really came back to earth this week. So Madison, 55, Munster, 45, Smith, 44, Cleary, 29, Sam Burr, just 40. It's, it's the week that's been coming for a month or so, I think. Finally, no attacking stats. And we've seen where he is in base, and it's around the 40 mark. I traded Bateman out for Croker this week. Uh, I knew it was going to be a tough matchup against South, scoring the 33, but I'm hoping that it's a, the, the trade pays off for itself over the next two weeks. Raiders have got some easier games there. I think they've got the Dogs and, and someone else, uh, a decent matchup on the bye. So I'm hoping that Croker can, can get some good scores over the next two weeks. C&K came back to earth this week with a 32. So, you know, last week when I played Ockhambour ahead of CNK and uh, CNK outscored him by about 50, uh, obviously this week played CNK ahead of Ockhambour and Ockhambour outscored him by about 50. So, yep, that's just what happens in Supercoach, isn't it? Injuries this week. I haven't got a full list. I haven't had time to go through them all. TKO has injured himself. Uh, groin injury, according to NRL Physio, could be anywhere could be anywhere we don't know the extent but it could be one week to six plus ben hampton's done a serious arm injury i think bicep complete bicep rupture could be could be season ending for hampton but it also could be good news it could not be as bad as they thought but they're not not sure there yet i mean all you've got to do to get your injury news is just follow nrl physio on twitter basically You've just got to go through there. Christian Welsh with that ACL that turned out not to be an ACL. That's great news for him. Well done. Uh, what else have we got here? Braden Burns thought this was interesting. He won't be back in the next month. Um, so he's gone for round 12. Not a chance for round 12. Don't know if anyone's still sitting on him. But if they were, 
He's not coming back. Brad Abbey returned uh, in the Reggies from a knee injury. Does that impact CNK? Maybe, maybe not. Probably not. Um, I don't think he's losing that spot at this stage. He's having a good season so far. Nathaniel Roach was a laid out for the Warriors again this week. Um, but yeah, that, that's about it. Like I said, NRL Twitter, NRL Physio on Twitter. That's all you need. That's all you need to do. All right, let's jump into some of the other players. It's pretty interesting, some of these guys here, some of the scores they've put up, and some of the um, positional impacts, I suppose, for want of a better term, that some of the changes have had this week, uh, leading up to the bye in a couple of weeks. So we had Hudson Young, my boy from the Raiders, a 44, solid outing. Not sure if he played 80 or not. I didn't think he did, but uh, NRL Supercoach Live has him as 80. Um, BE was negative 30, so he's going to jump right up, and, and he's hopefully in the running for that round 12 spot still. Dearden from the Bronx, 23, could have been much more if Machelet could catch. Uh, and I think he's going to be a slow-burning cow. Broncos are starting to look a lot better with him and Turpin and Seggy um, in the spine. So I don't. I think job security for Dearden is excellent. Pappenhausen, 87. Well done to anyone who got on him. I think uh, Bellamy was pretty, uh, pretty straight up and down in the fact that Jerome Hughes will take that spot back. So let's hope that he does for all non-owners out there. His son Masters with a 70, he's around 13 um, purchase, without a doubt, along with RTS, who had a 79. So Masters and RTS, they are two just lock-in purchases there for around 13. Robbie Farrah, 85, great score, still sits behind Cook and Smith in my hooker power rankings. Viliami Kikau, he had a try, and I think it was right at the end. Yeah, it was in the last two minutes. So he finished on 70, but basically 30 of those points came from that try in the last minute. So he was sitting on 40 before that try. Uh, some of the other guys in the running for some of those second row trade-ins leading up to round 12. Kikau, obviously 70. So JFH had a 50. Tolman had a 59. CHN with a 58. Uh, Reese Martin, we'll get back to him. Manu Ma'u with a 70. AFB for Noah Blake, 119 with a bunch of attacking stats, and Marty Tapao, 72. So people like myself, you know, probably looking to see what you're going to do with the likes of Arrow and Gerbo uh, and those sort of those sort of origin players who are going to miss a couple of games. And I know Kickout, JFH, Tolman, CHN, Mao, Fanil Blake, Tapao, these are all guys on the list there that play 12. So I'd probably have Tapao leading the pack out of those just seems to be a bit more consistent Tolman obviously you know what you're going to get you're going to get 60 points you're not going to get any more CHN he's an option for your center wing but he's very expensive now after a couple of big scores I do like Mao for the center wing as well with the 70 Fisher Harris is lagging towards the back of that pack I think along with Kakao I don't particularly like either of those two Panthers just struggle street at the moment. Um, I'd have them at the back of the pecking order. And Fanua Blake is a really interesting one. Obviously, been injured a lot and suspended a lot this week. But when he plays, he's just an animal. And he's he's going to jump up in price with that score. But he's still going to be low 500s. Um, so... I think he's going to have a well. He's going to have a very low break even. My guess would be that it's going to be around thirty or thirty-five without 
doing any calculations. So I, th- I think Fanua Blake, 15 hit-ups, 25 tackles, 13 of those hit-ups were over 8 metres. Plays 12, I would be... I would be looking to get Fanua Blake in this week. I think he's going to go big in 12, and he could be that point of difference um, for your team. I don't think he's too highly owned, but I think after this score, a lot of people will be getting on, it's fair to say. Patrick Herbert, 96, nice score there. Doesn't play 12, but that's just going to see a bunch of price rises. Uh, I thought I'd mention Darius Boyd, 12. Well done, very good. TPJ, 92, found some form. Found some form, Pankai, only in 47 minutes. Only with a line break assist. Seven offloads, 17 runs, 18 tackles in 47 minutes. That's a huge game. Maybe Payne Haas has, has sort of fired up the young buck and said, come on, Pangai, let's go, me and you, brother. So that's that's good to see there for Broncos fans. Pangai and Haas both dominating. Cardi, 34. Geez, can the party hang on for 12? Peachy was shuffled to the bench here and came on and, and sort of chopped into a bit of Cartwright, Cartwright's minutes. Interesting to see if the old Cardi party can hang on till 12 after the Titans lost another game that they probably should have won. Rhys Martin, we mentioned him briefly, 11. He is just, you just don't go near him. You can't touch him with a 10-foot pole. Potentially, maybe, what is 561, BE 53. So he's going to drop. He's going to be around 5.40, I mean, look, maybe if he's named to start in 12 and you can make that trade like half an hour before the game kicks off. But even then, what are you going to do with him after 12? You can't play him because you don't have any certainty. So I'd be staying away. Michael Morgan, 63. How are you going if you traded Morgan to Cleary this week? Jesus, you'd be pissed off. Um, yeah, not good, not good. Morgan, little bounce back game there, 63. Cows had a nice win over the Eels, well done. JT, shout out. Simmonson, 18, not not an option. Not an option as a cheapy centre wing, even though he does play 12. I like Hiroti a lot better from South, 65 points. All we need is, all we need is him to be a body, a fresh body in 12. You know, some fresh meat, had a try and a couple of line breaks. Base stats were still very low, but I like him. Center wing only, 181k. Presuming that uh, Alex Johnson remains out for uh, 12, um, I do like it. And I'm, I'm going to potentially move early on Herodi this week. I'm thinking Cherry to Herodi, which would give me enough cash to then go um, Flegler up to Fanua Blake or, or Tolman, something like that. I'm thinking... A, I might have to generate a little bit more cash there to make that happen. Lomax, 33, scored a try, lost the goal-kicking duties. Who knows? Who knows with this bloke? But he was only 16, so he's going to be 300k. Uh, doesn't play 12, so pretend- I might actually sell him instead of Cherry because he's a dud. He's gone up in price a bit. He's done his job, but he- there's too much uncertainty at the Dragons. They got absolutely smacked by the Knights today. Semi, shout out. Dylan Walker, last but not least, came back for Manly today, knocked up a 59, had a try, only a try, no line break. So that's 42 in base, 12 tackles, 12 hit-ups, 5 tackle busts. I didn't see the game, but but that's some pretty good stats. Only priced at 313. Some quick maths tells me that's about a 35, 36 average. Uh, available at Cena Wing of 5'8". He's one who... It's potentially an option for 12. I'd, <coughs> 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 
excuse me, sorry, don't want to get any complaints from Twitter about that. I apologise. That came on. That came on very quick. I couldn't. I couldn't turn the microphone away. I don't know about Walker three thirteen. You know, you've got these Herodi, um, and maybe there might be another centre wing who could who could give you the same output for Walker for one hundred and fifty k less. I know where I'll be going. Uh, unless Walker can can really show us something this week, uh, you know, is he a centre wing keeper? Oh, maybe, maybe not. Manly's going really well this year, and obviously DCE needs to return to that side, which can only help. Cade Cust came in for, I presume it's his first game today in the 19 jersey. So Dylan Walker, I'll be keen to see how he goes this week. I'm, I'm not ruling him out, but I've got the cheaper guys ahead of him. All right, that, that's the wrap for this week. Trades for me, everything's focused on 12 at the moment. I think I've only got nine players. Could be 10 if Nathan Cleary doesn't get selected. I mean, on this form, how can he be? So let's call it 10. I need four trades to all be focused on 12 to get me to 14. So I'm looking at the likes of Hirodi, Fenua Blake, Tolman, Tapau. I'm I'm definitely going to find a way to get Tapau into my side. Um, maybe Ma'u. I'm probably going to leave the Panthers, boys. I think I'm just going to let Kakao and JFH go through. I'm more focused on the Manly boys at the moment. They're playing really well um, and, a, and a cheapy or two and maybe that steadying influence and Tolman um, who could then, you know, be a cash grab with some jewels to, to maybe become Masters or RTS or something like that. That's the beauty of having Ockenbor, I suppose, isn't it? You can go Tolman out. You could shift Burgess or someone down to your front row. Uh, you can then shift Ockenbor down to the second row, and you could uh, you could get Masters in. Or if you've got Allen at fullback, you can then shift him to centre wing, and you can get RTS in. That's the beauty of, of having Ockenbor in centre wing. I think he's going to open up a few really nice trade possibilities once he gets through 12. And with that score that he had this week, in particular, he's got to hold that spot. He had a BE of 63, so he's actually going to get a nice little jump here. It could be over 400k post-12, which would be a perfect option. Uh, I've just mentioned him as as only, you know, working as a jewel to open up some of those. But once you get him into the center wing, sorry, once you get him into the second row, that's when you can then upgrade him to uh, to to one of the long-term keepers. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Remember the comp. Go back to the start if you need more information. It's not going to be mentioned anywhere else, and I'll talk to you next week.